Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Happy 2023. Oh my gosh. It's a new year. And not just that, it is the first Monday of a new year. One of my favorite quotes that I've seen mostly referencing wellness is you don't need a new year. You don't need a new month. You don't need a new week. You don't need a Monday. But now we have it all. We have the new year, the new month, a new week, a Monday. (laughs) So today we are going to dig into goals and your word of the year and intentions. And I love this topic because I have been on both ends of where I think people fall when you ask someone, what are your goals for the year? I feel like you either have the person that has the goals. She knows what she wants. She probably has (laughs) them broken down into what that means deadlines, when she's going to achieve them, maybe even broken them down quarterly. And that used to be me. Or you ask someone, what are your goals for the year? Or what are your new year's resolutions? Or what's your word of the year? And the woman you ask is just so overwhelmed and like, can't even think straight and like numb might be too strong of a word, but for lack of a better word, numb, that like she hasn't even thought of goals. Like that would just like tip her over the edge. She's just trying to remember to eat breakfast today. And I've been there. I was there the past two years. And so being on both ends of this spectrum, I've realized that personally, I think Neither one of those were a good fit for me. The first one I thought was way too strict. And when I didn't reach the goals that I set for myself, it felt like failure. And then I just like gave up and I was the person like February 1st or who knows, maybe it was June 1st and I didn't reach my goals. I would just feel so defeated and I would give up. But on the other end, When I didn't set any goals and I would just coast into the new year or float, it seemed good. It seemed like I was setting myself up for success because I literally couldn't fail. I had nothing to, you know, compare myself to or to to like achieve necessarily. But that felt like I had no purpose. So today I'm going to talk to the person who already has her goals mapped out. I'm going to walk her through how to tweak them slightly to make them more fulfilling. And I'm also going to help the woman who is sitting there listening to me, who can barely think straight. I'm going to help her feel confident in the direction she's going and maybe not setting hard goals today, but taking this step so that this year can feel fulfilling. I have two strategies. The reason you're here listening to 
this podcast, you're here for tip number two, strategy number two, but you need to hear number one. So I'm going to start with number one and then obviously get to number two. So my first strategy to goal setting is ask yourself, and and this everything today requires you to put a pin in the chaos. I know there's so much pressure at the beginning of the year to c- come out of the gate sprinting and have all these all the things and not just that but you ha- might have a family you might have um tons of errands to do just life right is crazy put a pin in all of that this requires you to sit to breathe and ask yourself what excites you and how do you want to feel? That might be a hard question for some of you. And some of you might know exactly what excites you, exactly what brings you joy, exactly how you want to feel. So again, just sit in that. And really, I I literally think when I close my eyes of like, you know, when you have a book in your hands and you flip the pages like all at once and it goes like super, super fast. That's what I think in my head until like a page sticks. When I think of like what is exciting to me, envision that in your head. And then like just those pages that are flipping are all the thoughts that come in your head. Some of the pages are blank. So if you sit there and you're like, uh, nothing's coming to my mind, that's okay. But then other things will come too. And some you'll be like, eh, nope, don't want to do that. But then other things might spark a little, ooh, wait, that was exciting. I do want to do more of that, or I do want to be around that person more or whatever it is. So ask yourself, what excites you? And how do you want to feel? That's two separate questions. So for me, when I was doing this, I was thinking about what excites me and what excites me right now is the private coaching that I do. And how I want to feel is... I want to feel the ripple effect of the journal entries that I write, but how it impacts you as my listeners and my private coaching clients. And I also want to feel wealthy. I could could go on and on, but that's just a little glimpse. And so after you identify what excites you and those feelings that you want to feel, then you can come up with your goal. So my goal is I know that my bandwidth emotionally and mentally and physically is I'm only accepting four more private coaching clients in this first quarter. So clearly that limits the number of people that I can work with. And I want to have that ripple effect, right? And I feel stunted by that, by only being able to work with four more clients. And so the goal for me is once those spots are filled, I want to create some sort of journal community or I want to speak. I think it would be really exciting to either speak in person, um, go to networking events or speak on other people's podcasts, things like that. Those things really like excite me. The next step is what can you do today that would allow you to feel that way? I'm a big believer in however you feel that drives what you think it drives what you do. And so 
when I said earlier, I want to feel wealthy. Clearly, that is a long-term goal. But if I'm thinking about how that is a long ways away, then I'm just going to be sitting here thinking about all the things I need to do to build wealth. But if I thought to myself, what can I do today that would allow me to feel wealthy, something that is so small that truly allows me to feel wealthy is buying myself a cup of coffee. And that simple thing, when I do that in the morning, I drop my son off at daycare and then I go to Dunkin' Donuts and I pick myself up a Dunkin' Donuts coffee and I just sit in that moment and it completely changes my morning, sometimes my full day, I act different. I act like I'm a badass bitch because I feel like I am. And it's so silly. And some of you um, might, that might be your routine. And so that doesn't speak to you at all. Some of you that you might never buy a coffee and that's way too much. So this is personal. And also check in with yourself on what makes you feel that way. Another example about wealth, it used to make me feel wealthy to get my nails done. And so I would try and go and get a gel manicure and, and, or pedicure. And it hit me maybe like six months ago that I no longer really got joy from that. And so now if you see me, sometimes I have my nails done, sometimes I don't. And so you can tweak and you should tweak the actions that you take to make you feel a certain way based on if it's still applicable. So the new year is a great time to ask yourself these questions and reassess. And then something else that I mentioned that I wanted to feel was that ripple effect of just how life-changing journaling can be. It, it can, I truly believe because I know it's it's done this for me is it can change your relationships. It can change your relationship with yourself. It can change the opportunities presented with you to you. It can change your confidence. And so the ripple effect of that happening in another woman's life and seeing her blossom and all of the people in her life watching them, watching her grow and how that changes them. So what I can do today to initiate that ripple effect is by continuing to share in my stories what I journal about or maybe stories of my private clients and their successes. Or I could reach out to other podcasts if I wanted to go along with that speaking. If I want to speak on other people's podcasts, I could research, you know, who do I want to speak with or to or on and reach out that way. Lastly is what support will you need? This is super important. Because oftentimes we set whatever you want to call it, goals or intentions, resolutions, and it's hard to stay on track, even if you're the person that is really good with self-discipline. <laughs> there are times and things in life that happen where you need support. And sometimes that support is to stay quote unquote on track, or sometimes it's to help you get to the next level. It's that outside perspective. It's the different ideas and the strategizing. And so who in your life can support you with the goals? And clearly I'm sharing with you some business goals today, maybe for you. It's, you're also thinking about business in your business. 
Is there someone that you, that could support you? Or do you need to hire someone in September? I hired what I call my everything coach. (laughs) You hear of like life coaches, mindset coaches, business coaches, speaking coaches. She's all of it. She does all of the things. And so I've hired her and I'm continuing to work with her just because I love work that support and being able to turn to her. And so what support will you need and where can you get that support? That's strategy number one. Okay, strategy number two, my favorite and what I think you're really here for. So this strategy is what I call my you already know method. (laughs) So I've been thinking, what do I want my word of 2023 to be? And I like this strategy of having a word because I did it, I think it was 2017 when I picked a word and the word was abundant and I didn't force it. I, I, it's not like I wrote it down every single day. I did do little things though, like, um, young living essential oils has an essential oil called abundance. So I purchased that and I had it on my desk. So I would like put that on throughout my day or like before a meeting. And I would just every now and then think of how abundant I am. And I would like visualize abundance in my life in general. And that year, like abundant doesn't even describe what happened in my life. I started teaching fitness classes at three different studios. My business boomed. I took my team, my coaching team on my most expensive retreat yet. I ran in a half marathon, so many things, and it felt so good. And so I know that having a word is just something that's so simple that can remind you of how you want to show up this year. And in thinking of 2023 and the word that I want and the goals that I want to achieve, because everything I just mentioned, it it can be a lot. I often, someone will say, what are your goals? And I, I even though I literally just told you, I'll forget what I just said, but I would never forget my word. And I believe that we already know what that is for us. And we spend so much time thinking, should it be abundance? Should it be routine? I want my word to be growth or um, surrender, Um, right? Like literally millions of words. And my tip for you, if you haven't picked a word yet and you want to, is first and foremost, I want you to turn on a fun song and dance. Just shake everything off. Actually, fun fact, whenever I like get peeved about something, I turn on Taylor Swift's Shake It Off and I just dance. So dance, shake off any of the chaos that's swirling on in your mind. Then sit down and you can meditate if you want to meditate or just sit and breathe. Just take a few moments for yourself and then ask yourself, the question. So in this instance, the question is, what should my word of the year be? For me, I started asking myself this question probably early December. And every time I asked myself this, even, and I didn't 
do this whole dance, meditate, breathe, and ask myself the question. It was just like in conversation with someone. The first word that popped into my head was rest. And I was like, no, 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 no. I need a word that's more powerful. I need a word that is like, I don't know, achievement or elite, you know, like something that is actionable. But every time I asked myself this, it was rest. And so I did this process of dancing, breathing, releasing. And once again, the word was rest. But when I did this, I realized why the word rest came up. Since September and working with my everything coach, a priority for us has been getting me to recognize that I perform better and show up better for others when I rest more. And resting for me isn't napping, even though you love you know that I love to nap. And sometimes I do nap, but resting is like anything that takes me away from being plugged into my phone or work. And so resting is throughout my day, I'll take maybe like 30 minutes to read or to cook a meal. I've never really enjoyed cooking because it's always been something on my to-do list. But when I think of cooking as something that I'm doing to rest, it's a completely different outlook. Um, Even going outside to like sit outside or even going to Target is a rest or showering. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't know how into depth I should get about showering, but showering I feel like is a rest. So that's my word. I'm I'm like, fine, that's going to be my word. I'm going to continue focusing on achieving, but I know that I achieve more when I take the time for myself. And what's really cool is anytime that I prioritize rest in the past like two months, there have been signs that my business grows. For example, I took a day very impromptuly. I took a day where I scheduled a massage for myself and When I was getting my massage, I got a notification that someone signed up for my journal prompt PDF. And I'm like, I was literally face down getting a massage and somebody purchased my journal prompts, which by the way, is only $7, but it's this incredible resource for anyone looking to start journaling. If you do, if you look at a journal and you're like, I have no idea where to start. It's 31 journal prompts. And I... Somebody signed up for that without me having to do anything. And that was just such a cool sign from the universe that I can rest and my business won't fail. I can rest and like the world goes on and everything will stay afloat. So that's what my word is for this year. And one other explanation of how you already know what your goals are. You already know what you want. And I wanted to share this, if you didn't see it in my Instagram post, was the story of when I was living in Maine with my ex-partner and he was offered a job in the Outer Banks. So we went down there 
to visit and to tour the job, to look at the area. And then we came back home to Maine and he was asking me, what do you want? Do you want to move to the Outer Banks or do you want to move or do you want to stay in Maine? And you guys, I could not make up my mind. Truly for weeks, I was going back and forth on both locations. And I was only looking at the positives of like, what would be great if we stayed here or there? What would it be like? I was trying to picture myself in in both locations. Um, I, I would like to formally apologize to my friends, Ashley, Amber, my sisters and mom and dad for <laughs> repeating all of the scenarios. And then eventually one of my sisters said, Sam, I think you already know what you want to do. By the way, you guys, I was seven months pregnant <laughs> at this point. She was like, I think you already know what you want to do deep down. And I remember answering her on the phone. I was like, but I don't, I don't tell me what should I do? But after that, I did this method of just shaking it off, releasing. I put a pin in what I thought everyone else wanted me to do, what I thought everyone else would do. And the answer was so clear. I wanted to stay in Maine. I loved Maine. I loved it there. And we did end up moving, <laughs> but I wanted to share that because the answer was so clear. I knew the whole time that that is what I wanted to do. And I tried to convince myself otherwise and just go back and forth. And it cost me so much just like mental headspace and sanity <laughs> and conversation time with those that I loved. So you already know what your goals should be. You already know what intentions for the year will get you to where you want to go, to be who you want to be. You already know what word will remind you daily of where it is that you want to go as well. So in a nutshell, calm the chaos in your brain, whether you do that through journaling, dancing, or all of it. And it come up with that word because I think that a word, like I said earlier, is just a super simple reminder and way for you to recall how it is that you want to feel, who it is that you want to be this year. And then to dig deeper into specific goals that you do want to achieve, that's where you can bring in the strategy one, which was what excites you, what brings you joy what goals surround those things and what can you do today that would allow you to feel that way? Not necessarily to inch closer to that goal, but when you feel that way, you will do the things that will inch you closer to that goal. And last but not least, the support that you need. Who is it? What is the support that you need? And how can you link those two together? So if you found all of this helpful. And if you're interested in one of those four open spots that I have for private coaching, you can apply at my website, which I will put in the show notes, or it's at the link in my Instagram bio. And if you're heading over to Instagram anyways, and you really, really are stuck on a word, I would love for you to check out Morgan Harper Nichols. I'll also put her Instagram in the show notes because she has an Instagram reel where you screenshot a very fast um, reel of words that she has chosen and a description. And that 
is supposedly or can be your word of the year. So I did it actually right before recording this. And I was like, what What would she say my word of the year is? And it was really, really interesting. I actually did three screenshots. And what I did was I closed my eyes and I took three deep breaths. And at the end of each exhale, I took a screenshot. And the first word was invitation. And like I said, it gives a little description too. So it said invitation, an action that encourages something to happen. The second word was ask. The description was invite. <laughs> so literally the same thing. And the third one was readiness, the w- willingness to do something, all of which are actionable, like encouraging something to happen, willingness to do something. So I think that 2023 is going to be a huge year, not just for me, but for you too. And I'm so, so, so excited to be sharing my journey with you through this podcast, but also just to connect with you. So I hope that you found this helpful and I will see you next week. Happy 2023. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.